Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. What is up, my people? It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy. It is Thursday, August 1st. Welcome in. To the Shark Tank, Studio 34, Midtown Manhattan here in New York. I am your host. I am your boy, the closer, Chris Ventra, with, of course, my crew, my Motley crew. Starting with my main man, Fantasy Taz. Jim Day, what is up, dude? Hey, nothing much, but I got to ask George this question. George, when did we become his crew? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a fair question. It is a fair question. When did we become your crew, Chris? When did this happen? I didn't get the email. Maybe I cho- chose the wrong words. <laughs> uh, are, we, are we our your crew. posse new now? Are we yeah. your posse? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> We're a crew. I mean, listen. Well, we know how much you like big posse, so. Well, yeah. I, I like uh, I don't really care for big posses, I guess. I care more about big freaks <laughs> on the football field or uh-huh. in general. You know what I'm I mean? not sure, so sure that makes you sound any better, by the way. No, yeah, I, I know, I know. It's all right. I'll, I'll take so it. How you doing, people? It's Thursday. We got football tonight. I hope you're all cranked up because I know I am. You're hyped. You're hyped. You're hyped for this football, even though not one star. I don't care who's on the field. I don't care what the player's name on the back of the jersey says. We got football. Yes, we do. Tonight. The whole thing. Right, give me an honest answer, Jimmy. How much of this game will you watch? I'll probably watch the whole thing, George. I'm starving for some football. I'll have I don't it watch on. baseball. I don't do any of those other stupid sports. Yeah, George, you have so to, I'm waiting for football. You have to understand he's uh you know, he he football is his thing. He he's not into baseball, the other sports. We got baseball to ride on. You got hockey. I like a little basketball here and there. But, you know, Jim, he, that's all he's got. He's got football. He's dying for football. Right, he needs speak, something to speak. watch. Speaking of baseball, I'm going to ask you guys a question. Uh, oh, I did want to bring up baseball, so go ahead. I'm going to bring up, and uh, yesterday was the Major League Baseball trade deadline. Yes. And uh, in my home league, today is the trade deadline. And this is a league where you can trade draft picks, you can trade players, you can trade your wife if you want to. It's just the way it works. <laughs> uh, so you hey, get I did point that last it. week. It was fun. Yeah, my wife wouldn't appreciate that. I, I knew you, you know, were a swinger, Jim. I got a, I got a, uh, a woman to be named later. Uh, I actually anyway. like trampolines more than swings, but, you know, to each his own. <laughs> so anyway, I, this, and this can be equated to any, uh, any fantasy league, football, hockey, basketball, whatever you play. But anyway, uh, in this league, it's my home league, an expensive league, about uh, about two to $300 per person. I'm in first place, and I'm in first place by a lot. It's a points league. All right, I'm in first place by the equivalent of about 10 days' worth of points. In other words, it's a monster lead. And I figure at the deadline, no one's trading, and no one's going to do anything stupid. I have too big a lead. And then the fourth-place team ends up trading a second a fifth, a conditional. It could go down to a first and a fourth, depending on where they finish. Mm. The point of this is, he got uh, monster players. Uh, Aaron Judge, Mookie Betts, uh, three or four, um, Rendon, Anthony Rendon, and about two or three other good players. A dump trade, which you see in these kinds of leagues. For picks. Do, 
for uh, yeah, he got. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what he got. What matters is the other player, the fourth place team, got all these good players. Now he's literally about six hundred points ahead of me, uh, behind me. But now, am I forced to make? Would you guys make a trade now? If you're me, I can make a cheaper one because there's no one else trading in. He's just an idiot. But do, am I now fourth? Even though I have this big lead, this other team is now a monster team. Right, monster in the team. Playoffs. Even though I have this huge lead. Am I forced to make a, a deal? Should I deal in here or should I ride with what I have and hope I can still win it? Which I probably can. Odds still favor me. Right. But now instead of 80-20, it's probably more like 60-40. And the deadline's you, tonight? Tonight, midnight. So I got, what, 11 hours. This is a keeper's league, you said, right? That's it why he's a, getting a, picks. A keeper league, not a dynasty league. A right, keeper league. Right. So you're only allowed to keep three players. I have my keepers. I'm fine there. Right, right. Well, see, this is the problem, I think, with keeper's leagues. I, I commissioned a keeper's league for 10 years now. And... We, couple, I think last year or the year before, we started, we took out draft pick trades because it became a mess of just trying to judge value. People giving away great picks, obviously, and getting great players in return without really giving up any great players. So they're just stacking their teams. Now, obviously, you should play that game. I think you should play that game because, you know, why let another team just stack themselves up? If they could do it, you should be able to do it too. Give some picks away if you think you oh, could win I this championship. Yeah. If you could win. I can do it. Question is, do I want to do it? I can. I might be able to win this league without doing it, without giving away, let's say, a fourth round pick next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's the question here. Here's the do thing. I, I would, would you gamble and think you can win it without doing it? I wouldn't. I would. I would do something. I'm not saying you know throw all your picks away. Maybe one couple picks. Uh, not pick. high I would, picks. I would only give up one pick. All right, you can uh, one pick. All right, so I've talked. I've talked to somebody. I can. I can, I can trade a fourth round pick and get not the players the other guy got, but. Players to solve my, my the weaknesses of my teams, they would be solved, and I'd have a great team too. And once again, with that six hundred point lead, I mean, I'm still I would still be a heavy favorite to win, but I wouldn't be giving up the the farm. I'd be giving up a fourth round pick. As I mentioned, my competition gave up at least a second and a fifth, depending on where he finishes. If he finishes second, it's a second, the fourth. If he happens to beat me, it's a first and a fourth. So there were stipulations on that on that. George, trade. I, I only have one question here. George, is there any trade out there that can make your team better right now? That's and what I'm saying. How much do yeah. you want to win? Well, right every, now? every trade can make my team better. So do it. Well, uh, then you got to make trades. Absolutely. Uh, George, you know the reason why I say you do it? You're only losing a fourth. You get three keepers anyway. So you're probably ahead of the game because I'm sure you're keeping some guys in later rounds. They go by rounds, right? Keepers by round? Yeah, you lose the round, you, you kept them in. Right. So the, keeper you, does, the keeper doesn't really matter as part of this. It's just the trade. No, I know. I'm just saying you'll probably, I'm sure you'll have a keeper or two that you're getting great value on. Like last year, I kept Aaron Nola in the 10th round. So. You know, missing a pick, you, you know, it's kind of a wash because you got Aaron Nolan in the 10th round as opposed to, you know, the second or third round or whatever, wherever he goes. But I think I would do that trade so you basically solidify your chance to win this championship because it's all about this year, I think. I, I try not to look too far ahead into next year because, listen, you're only losing one pick. I mean, it might hurt you next year, but if you win the championship this year, I would gladly take that trade off. You know? Well, that's good. I actually already made the deal, so I was wondering what you guys Nice. There you go. We're all on the same okay, page. Okay, folks. Welcome to the new edition of Fantasy Baseball Frenzy. Fantasy Baseball Frenzy. We'll see you next time. Oh, we're going to break, it, actually, soon. It can be evil, easily acquitted to football or hockey or any other league. Big leads at the trade deadline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, uh, it was a good question. I did want to talk a little more baseball, but we just killed this whole segment. So we got to get into the Arizona Cardinals, the last team in the NFC that we're doing here on Fantasy Football Frenzy. And then next week we start... The AFC. So we'll be right back. Fancy football frenzy. Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the closer. Talking football.
DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. The window. Nathan Peterman is growing on John Gruden. Now take that for what it's worth. Nathan, what does he have on people? I mean, how is this guy still in the NFL? How is Nathan Peterman still a National Football League quarterback? I don't understand it. How bad does he have to play to lose a job? I mean, he's still getting paid. This guy's getting paid good money. He stinks. And every time his name comes up, just aggravates me. Watch live weekdays 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY YouTube channel. Yeah. Keep it rocking. Yeah, with the fantasy football frenzy. No more baseball talk. Don't worry about it. Just got to help. You had to help George Kurtz out a little bit. Um, But I did want to talk about some of the news and notes. Yeah, Jim Day, baby. Look at him. Look at him. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect air guitar. 10 out of 10. Good job, Jim Day. All right, Fantasy Football Frenzy, we're talking football today. And uh, I want to talk about this. this. This really bothers me a lot. So apparently, Kenyon Drake and um, Kalen Balage for the Miami Dolphins will be sp- close to splitting carries. This is what the assumption is. Uh, and I just, 
like I'm baffled why they're doing this. Like I just don't understand why Drake isn't at this point trusted to at least get the shot to be the, the go-to featured back for this team. He was their savior last year. He was the only guy that got it done efficiently. He ended as RB14 in PPR last year, and he had half the touches of everyone else. It's incredible that at this point, no one seems to really trust Drake enough to carry the full load. And it's not like he's that small or anything like that. He could carry between the tackles. His average yards per carry are very good, in fact. One of the best. So I don't get it here. Uh, George, help me out. Uh, is there something I'm missing? I think most of us feel the way you do. Uh, but something, I guess something about Drake bothers people because this is under two different regimes now. Right? I mean, it's a different coaching step, yet they're yeah. still, they still don't trust him for whatever reason it might be. And I can't tell you what that reason is. I don't know <laughs> Excuse me, if I'm bothered as much about it because eh, it's not like he's on the top of my list of drafts anyway or he's not a running back one. I mean, I would be much more concerned if all of a sudden we heard, you know, oh, my God, Barkley's going to share the load with somebody. That would freak me out. Someone like Drake, who's at best a running back two, most teams have another caddy. Yes, it looks like Bilal's going to be more than a caddy, so I get the concern here. But I haven't drafted him in any early drafts. That's why I'm also cool about it. It doesn't not affecting me yet. I don't know why. I don't know why they don't trust him. I agree with you, Chris. He seems to be like the guy who has the most talent there, but they don't want to go with him. He just must rub people the wrong way for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, obviously I've heard people say that, you know, he's, he's had trouble blocking. I've seen that, obviously, uh, in the games. But, listen, I, that's something, obviously, he's worked on and he's getting better at. And, listen, when you have him in the game, you know, most of the time, you don't need him to really pass block a ton. I get it. You're going you're gonna to put other backs in. I'm not saying give him 250 carries plus, you know, 80 targets like a, like a bell cow. But he deserves 200, 200 plus carries and 60, 70, 80 targets because he is a very good pass catcher as well. He deserves close to a bell cow role, not a complete bell cow. Switch it up. You want to mix some running backs in? Sure. I think that if he got 200 and 250 total touches, so 50 catches, 200 carries, I think that he could be forcing his way into an RB1 position. Based on last year, he could have been an RB1 if he had more touches. Uh, he was an RB2, a high-end RB2. What do you think, Jim? I think what we think matters not to Miami. <laughs> uh, they're not worried about fantasy implications. For some reason, like George says, he ticks people off. Obviously, it was the same thing with, Sam, with uh, Adam Gase last year. Maybe he's not a good practice guy. Maybe he doesn't put it on the field in practice. Maybe he doesn't show up for meetings. Maybe, heck, maybe he falls asleep during meetings. These are all the things we really just don't know. But there's obvious that they have issues with him, and they're not going to give him that role. I Right now, it could very well be a 50-50 split, and that puts me off both of them. It's not going to be a very high-powered offense to begin with. They're not going to put up a ton of points. As a matter of fact, you know they ran the, the least amount of plays in the league last year. Mm -hmm. So That's you know, Gase. I, That's not, Adam Gase right there. That's all Gase. He moves I don't think it's going to change that much this year. They still don't have the weapons. So I'm not really going to invest anything high in this especially with the chance that there's going to be a 50-50 split. If anything, I might take a shot on Balazs because you can get him later, but we're going to start to see him come roaring up ADP list now because of all this talk. So, you know, I just, I really don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. I mean, for me, I like, the only thing I like about this news is that hopefully this puts Kenyon Drake's 
ADP, like drops him in ADP and people start coming off him. I want people to come off him because I'm still invested. I think he could be a great running back if he gets the touches. Maybe he outworks Kalen Balazs in preseason. Maybe he ends up taking more of a prominent role uh, throughout the season. Maybe early on this season he wins that. I, I be- still believe that he, he's going to do that. Uh, so I, I'm, I would like to take him later in the draft, absolutely. So hopefully he falls down the draft. And I get it. Kalen Balazs is a pretty nice running back. They drafted him pretty high uh, a couple of years ago. And he could catch passes. He's a big dude. Uh, you know, so I, I know he's a good running back also. But Drake has proven. He has the pedigree. And he's a, he's a veteran. He's experienced. He deserves a shot, I think. So we'll see what happens. I, I'll take him in the fifth. I, I'm still, I'll still take Drake in the fifth round. I'll take him in the fifth, sixth. I think you're nuts. I'm down with it. Listen, I... Uh, you will be down with it. He down did, in like eighth, ninth place What do you mean? Down. He did it with split carries last year. <laughs> Look, he was an RB too. Wait, wait. He did do it with split carries last year. I get that, but they like Blage. They want to get Blage on the field. They want to give him his chances, show that he could be that bell cow back for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. I didn't see anything out of him last year that makes me think I want him to be my every down back. But maybe they have. Maybe he came into camp this year and really decided he was going to put the work in. Look, I keep saying the same thing about Ronald Jones. I, I didn't. We didn't see anything out of him last year, but all the talk is positive that he's coming into camp. He's working hard, so I, I I've definitely moved him up. Why can't the same be said for Kellen Balaj? If they think he's the one on the field right now, putting in the extra work, putting in the extra effort, then they're going to give him more chances. And at that point, it, it doesn't matter. The only way that's going to fall off is if he falls on his face, which could happen, I no doubt. Yeah. But again, this is such a low-powered offense that I'm not going to be fighting for a piece of a low-powered offense. There's other guys I trust more in those ranges, especially in the fifth and sixth round, where I'm not going to take a shot on Drake. Wow. All right. Understandable. I'm fighting for that one piece. I don't care that it's a low-powered offense. David Johnson is on the Arizona Cardinals, which we're talking about today. And David Johnson is, you know, pick five or six or seven in fantasy drafts. So now you're comparing Kenyon Drake to David Johnson. No, I'm just saying that. Sounds he's, like it, George. Didn't it sound like he's he was a, comparing? He's Kenyon, on a bad team. Drake to uh, Johnson? Didn't that, you know, seem <laughs> like he Chris was comparing is, uh, that? I think Chris is fighting a case here, a lawyer case, where he's quickly losing. <laughs> and stuff out there. Because, yeah, you did just compare him to uh, David Johnson. No, no. You, you can't do uh, that. I'm saying David Johnson is a running back on a terrible offensive team. Well, now they he have was Kyle on Murray. a terrible offensive team last year. Last we don't year. know they're going to be a terrible offensive team this year. And he got drafted really high, obviously because of volume. Last year, he still country. ended up as the number nine running back in PPR. Yeah, okay. So, so he was still a running back one. What do you compare? How can you compare him to Drake? Because Drake was on a horrible team, and he ended up as RB14. So it doesn't matter that he's on a horrible team. That's what I'm saying. My point is... Who cares that he's on a horrible team? He's still a very good running back. There's two big differences here. There's two big differences. There's nobody out there saying, oh, Chase Edmonds is going to take half the the role of David Johnson. He's still the the every down back there. That's the big difference. They're out there saying right now, Balazs is going to get a lot of work, maybe be the, the number one guy. There's nobody saying that about David Johnson. So I don't know how you can make that comparison. In any way, it's shape, not. I'm not comparing him to David Johnson. I'm saying sure, they're both on like, bad teams. On, come on, get your. They're both on bad teams. Here. I want a piece of Drake because I think he will be a guy that gets 200 plus touches this you're season. You're the only one and, on the planet, then. And be, you don't think he's going to get 200 plus touches? I don't know. He had 200 <laughs> plus touches last year. 
I agree. I don't think he gets there this year. I think they're going to put in the ball in Balazs' hands. Oh, I mean, we're in a crazy world if people, like, it, it, literally, we're in a crazy world if we're going to decide, okay, a guy that did fantastic with a little over 200 touches last year, we'll give him less touches this, this year. Even though he was completely efficient, mind you, average 4.5 yards a carry, has 4.7 on his career. I mean, does nothing wrong. Absolutely great pass catcher. Yeah, I'm not blaming you guys. I'm not blaming you guys. Coach, I'm blaming that coach, right. that team. But yet, every single coach that coaches him wants to give his touches away. Well, There's let's not count Gase yet, because Gase might be an outlier. Because he might, he says he apparently he might even not even give Lev Bell the touches he wants. When Lev Bell definitely deserves it on that team. But we'll get back to it. We gotta talk Arizona Cardinals. We gotta talk Arizona Cardinals. Fantasy football frenzy, Studio Thirty Four, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back. Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, 
leaving the range or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Hey, Chris, if you heard the breaking news that just came over right now, the Dolphins have just released Kenyon Drake. <laughs> Big news. And you know what else, Chris? NFL season is now upon us, and you could become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament, setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer, or become one of the countless number of people who have won thousands of dollars playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you are playing Daily Fantasy Sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you know what? You're doing it wrong. Head on over and check out their tools for NFL, MLB, PGA, NBA, NHL, and sports wagering, or get access to all of them with the Daily Roto Elite Package. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount, and you'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and use of the same Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. That's DailyRoto.com, Proto, promo action, promo code ACTION, sorry folks, DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. There you go. There you have blah, it. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's Taz. <laughs> uh, promo code action. Get ten percent off. Good deal. Do it. Uh, last thing. Last thing I'm just gonna say is that I do think about Drake before we move to Arizona. I do think if he if he gets 250 plus touches at any point in his career, he will be an RB one. You know what I That's think, Chris? I think if Santa Claus sits on my lap, I'll believe he's real. That's what I think. You know, you you know, you, you know that's true, though. <laughs> you know that's true. All right, let's. Nope, m- he wants to give two hundred fifty. Must be a reason. We'll see. We'll see. We can only wait and see to see what develops. I think he'll take over. Anyway, wait. Before we get to Arizona, I got to say one thing. I can't believe all these people are listening and watching our show, and we only have thirteen likes. Come on, people. What are we? The BFFs? Wow. Come on. Shots Come fired. On. We're, we're not them. Give us the likes we deserve. Yeah, it's messed up. We we open for them, and then you know they get two hours, and just it's not right. Not right. BFF. You want us to get the two hours? Get those likes up. Get them up there. Get those yeah. numbers high. That'll yeah. get us the two hours. We're breaking down every and I team Chris all the time. Every team in the NFL. Fantasy impact. We're helping you with your fantasy teams, and let's get into that because uh, the Arizona call. Now, obviously, there's not a ton of fantasy. Uh, Gold here, but there is one, and his name is David Johnson. We got to start at the top. David Johnson, right now, well, unless you're 2018 handed as RB9, right? Jim mentioned it before in PPR formats. Uh, he is more PPR, gets the boost because he's a great PPR back. Uh, and this year, heading into the season, he's RB5 according to NFFC's ADP. Going, obviously, in the first round. And I'm in. I'm in. I don't care that the team's bad. There's gold on bad teams sometimes. And David Johnson, listen, the O-line's not good. They're coming into the season as the 30th-ranked O-line, according to Pro Football Focus. The O-line, you just know it. last year wasn't good. It's not going to be good this year. Uh, David Johnson still gets it done, and now he should get more pass-catching opportunities 
because the offense was a disaster last year because the system was also a disaster. The offensive coordinator, everything was a, was a mess in Arizona last year. Now you got Cliff Kingsbury bringing his Texas Tech, you know, offensive guru mind to the Cardinals with Kyler Murray, a dynamic playmaker, a quarterback, as opposed to Josh Rosen, the pocket passer. Uh, and I think David Johnson's going to have a hell of a year. George, what do you think? David Johnson this year, you're in? I'm in. I'm definitely in. I have Johnson at number uh, six. I could be talked to uh, number five for Johnson. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm not worried about the, the bad team. Listen, they've been bad for a long time. Johnson still gets it done. He's, I know he's had some injuries, but I wouldn't consider him injury prone. The offense is going to filter through him, uh, which means, yes, the defense knows this too. They still have, weren't able to stop him. And you said, with everything you said, still a number nine running back last year, despite bad team. They were behind in a lot of games. So they couldn't run the ball as much, but he's still getting his touches. The offense has to go through him. The fact that Kyler Murray is there, I think Murray's going to have his issues this year. I do, but still, it gives the passing game another threat, which they can't. So a defense can't solely focus on Johnson. I like Johnson at number six. I know in the Scott Fishbowl, I was hoping he'd be there when I went out at the 11th overall pick. He wasn't. Uh, so I was disappointed not to get him. I was hoping he'd fall because maybe people, maybe people were thinking too much negative about him because of the Arizona Cardinals being a bad team. Yeah. Yeah. Hoping that he falls. I mean, listen, if you could get him uh, after the sixth, seventh pick in that area, I think that's a, good, that's a good pick right there. He's my fifth overall player in general. I know it's the, t- the big four, obviously, the top four going in drafts right now, the four horsemen running backs. Uh, yes, there might be a little more concern when you drop off from those four to David Johnson. And, and to me, it's David, nope. J- David Johnson, Le'Veon nope. Bell. I think they're grouped it together for me at 5'6". What's up, Jim Dad? You got something to say? Hell no. Okay, yeah. what? What's up? <laughs> um, first of all, I, I, you know, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, they're not going to end up close to each other when the season's done. Two totally different offensive mindsets here, and David Johnson's going to get more play than Le'Veon Bell is. So I, I like that. You talked about it before. You mentioned that Adam Gaze runs a very slow offense. Mm-hmm. That's not going to play to Le'Veon Bell's strength. He needs more touches. He needs to get the ball more often. And he's playing behind a worse offensive line. He's going to have to change his whole running style because he's always been that, you know, hesitant type of runner where he bops around holes. behind the yeah. offensive line and looks for those holes. He's not going to be able to do that on the Jets. He's going to have to take a hole and hit it and go. So we'll have to see if he can change his whole offensive mindset there. But look, the, the thing I'm going to say about David Johnson, last year they were 32nd in total offense, 31st in offensive plays, mm-hmm. uh, 31st in offensive touchdowns, 25th in pass attempts. Just bad. You know, 28th in rushing attempts. They just didn't run enough plays to do anything anyway. And if you count on nothing else, count on the fact that all of those numbers are going to go up. They're absolutely not going to be last in the league in the number of offensive plays they run. They're not going to be last in the league in total offense. If they come even close to what they want to run, then these numbers are all going to be in the top 10, top 12 in the league of chances. And that alone, even if at the same efficiency they they had last year, that increase, and I think it's going to be a huge increase, in number of offensive plays is going to bound this offense up no matter what anyway. Um so, yeah, I'm with George. I think Kyler Murray will have some growing pains, but he also is excellent at what they want to do. He can move around the pocket. They can move him around. He's a great runner. Uh, they don't want him to be an actual runner, but they can move him around in the pocket and keep the defenses off balance so that the offensive line doesn't really play into it as much. And, man, I, I just see this offense putting up points, putting up fantasy points like crazy. And I'm trying to get all, as many pieces of it as I can. And right now, 
I'm really looking at moving David Johnson into my top four because I'm worried about Elliott. I think he could do the stupid thing oh. and hold out into the season, and that's starting to worry me. I, I keep hearing, you know, this is one of the crazy things for us, trying to figure out when do they have to report to a crew a season. And I'm hearing now that, you know, Elliott has to show up by August 6th. Otherwise, he doesn't get an accrued season. Right. I don't know if that's real or not. It's what I read on the internet, so it must be real. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if that is the, indeed the case, and I, I'm a little worried if he doesn't show up by August 6th, what is absolutely going to happen? So I, I'm ready to move David Johnson in that top four without hesitation. I think he's going to have an outstanding year in this offense because they're going to find multiple ways to get the ball in his hands. As they should, and I agree. Uh you should absolutely expect a better season than last season. Like Jim said, last pretty much bottom five or in the league in all those offensive categories that he mentioned, and that obviously took a toll on David Johnson. He had 258 carries, 940 yards, only 3.6 a carry. So if that's his floor for a season, that's, pretty, that's not bad for how bad that offense was. Like To have 940 yards and 3.6 a carry... As his floor, I think he blows through 4.0 next year again. He's, had, he's averaged 4.0 pretty much his whole career. Uh, so, I, I mean, there's no way around it. Plus, 76 targets last year. This guy is probably the best. Rec- at this point, you know, one or two he should be in targets on that team. One or two, at least. And he should have 100-plus targets. He's that type of receiver. Back in 2016, he had 120 targets, 80 catches, for 880 yards, basically. Beast. Absolute beast. And I think, uh, he, you know, he, even though we say he's a fall, you're putting him back into the four with Zeke because Zeke is starting to fall off a little bit because of this, this issue. Uh, so he's up there with me. Too. I, he's in the top five for me. I, I like Lev Bell also because I think the volume will still be there. And I think Lev Bell is a special running back. Uh, so I, I still think, and they're going to rely, they have to rely on him heavily. I mean, you got a young QB and not a lot of great weapons in the passing game. I think Bell's going to have to do his thing. Uh, but they have, that's David Johnson. Before we had to break, let's move to the next big fantasy factor. The thing that throws a whole wrench into this Arizona team and this offense and everything besides Cliff Kingsbury is the fact that they drafted Kyler Murray and they no longer have Josh Rosen, who's off to Miami, uh, Kyler Murray adds a whole nother dynamic to this offense that could play a part in making all, everybody on the team more fantasy relevant. George, real quick before we head to break, uh, some thoughts on, on Kyler Murray. Where do you have him uh, in your fantasy rankings right now? He's a tough guy to judge, but you just don't know how much he can throw. Can he throw the football well? Does he have the weapons around him to oh, throw the yo, football Oh, yeah, he's well? got a great I, arm. He can yeah, throw can the ball. He? Yeah, he yeah, does, well, having, a great, having a great arm doesn't mean much. Sure, you get it to where you want it to go. Jeff George had a great arm. I guarantee you there ain't no other pods out there talking about Jeff George today. <laughs> <laughs> I remember <laughs> Jeff George. Great, great name drop there, George. Uh, I don't know why he came into my head. Just the first quarterback I could yeah, think of. Cutler. Cutler's a perfect example. Cutler's problem was he believed he could throw the ball through Jim Day, yeah. through Chris Venture <laughs> to get the ball to his receiver who was behind you too. Yeah. That was Cutler's problem. He wanted Terrible decision making, right yeah. Right, he was in here. But I, uh, I have Murray as about 15th overall, so a strong quarterback too. Sort of like Lamar Jackson, but someone who can throw better than Jackson. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have him ahead of Jackson as well. We'll get back into it. Talk Kyler Murray, the last segment of the program. Fantasy Football Frenzy, talking Arizona Cardinals on a Thursday. 
It's Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the close of Chris Benchel. Be right back. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Did we just become best friends? Yep. The best friends forever. Where do you have Dak Prescott? QB 14. <gasps> you want to know where oh. oh, no. Where do you have him? Currently quarterback number 21. Why? I like a lot of other quarterbacks better. But he's finished as a top 12 quarterback every year he's been in the league. Yeah, but like, I think he's a game manager. I think the other quarterbacks are better. Yeah, but the numbers don't lie, Greg. <laughs> yeah, I'm just telling you how I feel. All right. Well, last year he finished as QB 11. I just like the, like, the Big Ben, Phillip Rivers guys more. Watch live weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY YouTube channel. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty, season-long, betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. This is a story. All right. Welcome back. Fantasy Football Frenzy. On Thursday, August 1st, we're talking Arizona Cardinals, the last team of the NFC preview. Team previews. We were talking about Kyler Murray. Like, I'm having a tough time ranking quarterbacks this year. Out of all the positions, usually wide receivers, running backs are the to- are toughest. But, like, quarterback, just because there's so many pretty good ones out there. Murray's an X-factor. He's dynamic. He's got the legs that you want in fantasy. 
He's got a cannon. He's got all that, all those metrics you want from, you know, like a Madden create a player quarterback, like Pat Mahomes last year. Pat Mahomes was something else last year, something we've never seen before. Um, and I'm wondering if Kyler Murray could be that guy. Obviously, it's his rookie year, but I, I got him at QB 10 right now. I seem to be, keep moving him up my board. I don't know. I just feel like that dynamic ability with the legs and what he's already accomplished, like, you know, college, his, his arm, uh, his, you know, the accuracy, everything. I, I think that he could be a special player. I don't like the team that much or his weapons that much, but I still think he'll provide a lot of fantasy value. What do you think, Jim Day? Kyler Murray, 2019. Yeah, look, if it, this offense is going to be half as good as they think it's going to be, then I, I think he's going to have value. Am I ready to spend a tenth, uh, you know, pick him as the number 10 quarterback off the board? No. Um, there's a lot of guys I like more, that I trust more, that we know what he can do. I, look, this kid could come in and surprise us all and have a great year like Mahomes did last year, no doubt about it. But I'd feel much more comfortable grabbing him as my quarterback two with the chance that he does that and grabbing a more stable quarterback one to start than to grab him one. Or actually, you know, there's some good stable quarterbacks going uh, pretty late. So I guess if you yeah. want to take that chance on him, you can grab him as your one and still get, you know, a Rivers or a Brady or ben. anybody like that later, um, as, you know, as your compliment. And then you're not so bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the reason why. I think I'm seeing in drafts, obviously, a lot of people, shiny new toy syndrome. Uh, you know, you, you want to take the newest rookie, especially a quarterback that could f absolutely fly. And, you know, he's little and uh, he's got a cannon. It's interesting. Uh, but, the, you know, this is what, you know, as George was alluding to before the break is, you know, okay, he's got a cannon. Like Jeff George had a cannon. But Jeff George had a hard time hitting the side of a barn. Right. Um, that's not the case with Kyler Murray. He's accurate. Kyler Murray has a cannon, but he's also accurate as yeah. hell. Uh, you, you're talking about a guy who could have been a starting pitcher in the major leagues because the guy could throw. <laughs> you know, and yeah. it's not like he was Mr. Wildman as a pitcher. So, you know, it, it's one thing to have a cannon. It's another thing to have a cannon and be able to hit your targets. Plus, he throws very well with touch which is something you don't see from guys that have cannons most often. Yeah. Like, um, sometimes Cam Newton has trouble with his touch. He just throws absolute rockets to people, and they'll be like, you know, 10 yards away, and people will be ducking, you know? Like, it's just oh, like, Brett he's Barber's just do that all the time. Yeah, I mean, uh, sometimes you got to put a little touch on complain. it. Yeah, his, his receivers always complain that their hands hurt from catching his, yeah. his footballs. He, he just fires it in there. Uh, and, you know, obviously, that's the thing. That's the intrigue of a Kyla Murray. So because in drafts he's going so high, a lot of times people are reaching for him or whatever, uh, I think I am putting him in my top 12 and in a QB1 territory because I wouldn't mind taking Kyla Murray as my QB1 off the board and then pairing him with, like you said, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't know, one of those uh, QB2 type range quarterbacks like, um, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins, Drew Brees, guys like that. There's a lot of guys that we've associated top 12 in pre, you know, for many years that are not considered top 12 now that you have that option with. So, right. you know, again, Tom Brady right now, I think, is coming off the board as the 22nd quarterback in the league. Crazy. You know what the heck? I'll take that every stinking day. As a, yeah, as a QB2, of course. Yeah. 
you know what? And he's a perfect guy. Somebody like that to to go after Kyler Murray early. Uh, take somebody like that later and just say, okay, if Murray doesn't work out, at least I know I have Brady sitting behind him. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the whole logic behind it. Jim Dave pointed out right there. Like that's why I'm starting to move also Lamar Jackson up my board and Josh Allen. Now they might not be great NFL quarterbacks, but in fantasy last year, both those guys got it done in the short sample size that they gave us. But uh, like you got to take some of these guys earlier because they're more dynamic and people are reaching for them. So, and you could get a quarterback like Kirk Cousins, Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger. There's a bunch of those on the back end. Matt Stafford. You can get those guys. You can wait and get those guys. So you're better off going after these dynamic playmake type quarterbacks earlier. And that's why I'm moving them up the, up my board. It's an interesting thing at quarterback this year. The rankings are tough. Uh, but Kyla Murray, he is the, he's going to go right in, starting as quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. So, you know, I, I have no fault with somebody taking him early, uh, you know, as their QB1. I, I'm not against it at all. Uh, the so rest let's talk of, about some of these receivers. Yeah. I, mean, I know people are interested in hearing what's going on with Christian Kirk and stuff, so let's get into them. Yeah, I was just about to get into it. Larry Fitzgerald. Whoa. You got Larry Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk, right? And then you got three rookies competing for a third spot, it looks like right now. And this is actually part of the news and notes. Rookie Keyshawn Johnson, the, th- the sixth-round pick, not the, not the second-round pick, Andy Isabella, not the fourth-round pick, Hakeem Butler, but the sixth-round pick, Keyshawn Johnson, shining at Cardinals camp and projected to be the number three wide receiver ahead of the other two right now. now. I don't know if this is just nonsense or, you know, it's something real, but apparently he, he got overlooked in the draft because he's not very fast. He's not very dynamic like these other guys. He's, but he's a great route runner, and he does all the little things well. So, George, what do you think uh, about this wide receiver core? Like, obviously, Larry Fitzgerald older now. He's not the same receiver he once was. He's going in a late range as a wide receiver, as wide receiver 30, uh, 39, I believe. Uh, so he's going off the board pretty late now. His time has come. Christian Kirk, people are excited about. He had a small sample size last year, but he did pretty good on it with that so- small sample size. He ended as wide receiver 56 last year. And then you got these rookies. So how do you how do you uh, you know project this this group right here? I doubt I'll be taking any of them in fantasy leagues as as far as starters. Uh, you never know how things are going to work out. Maybe there'll be runs here, but I always have a trust, uh, tough time trusting rookie quarterbacks in the first place, especially one that relies on his legs somewhat too. The offensive line sucks. It's bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I like I like Kyler Murray. I'd much rather have Murray than his receiver. It's unusual for me to feel that way. Usually, it's the other way around. But uh, I think Murray can do damage with his. Uh, with his legs get you fantasy points, I don't see how the receivers are going to do so. You know, I know they'll be passing a lot in the second half because they'll they will be down, so they're going to have to rely on Murray's arm. I'm surprised they're going to be passing a lot in the second half. They're going to be passing a lot all stinking. Game. I don't know, Jim. I, I, all stinking game. I think George might be right here. Like it might be a lot of uh, Kyler Murray wrong. running. George is wrong. Me, they're me, not. They don't you know. want Kyler Murray to become that running quarterback. They don't want. I don't, him nobody do wants that. Well, you get hurt. Lamar Jackson does. Baltimore does with Lamar Jackson. That's true. Like they're calling. They're calling him the workhorse quarterback because yeah. they're going to run him two hundred times. They're going to so. run him into the ground. Is what they're going to do. <laughs> we got to kill uh, Lamar Jackson. He'll yeah. be on the IL. I'm sorry, George. Go ahead. I didn't mean to. Yeah, interrupt. George. Well, speaking of wrong, by the way, Kyler Murray was a college outfielder, Jim, so he wasn't going to be a major league pitcher. But uh, <laughs> I was informed of that. Maybe. I don't follow baseball. I don't care. He was the ninth That's pick. That's why you don't football. talk baseball. I'll stick to it. He was Oklahoma the ninth pick overall, right? Yeah, he probably made the right move, though. 
because he'll yeah. get he'll get more money now in in uh, in football. You know, he'll make the big money now for being a first overall pick. In baseball, you'll have a longer career. So eventually, if he would have panned out in baseball, yes, he would have made much more money in baseball. But uh, it's, 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 it's security. He made the right. He made the right decision. Yeah, here. yeah. Then you got to go through the minors, and who right, wants to go the through the minors making thirty thousand a year? Well, he you know, he would have been made more. Man. He would have made more. Yeah. He would he would have been put on the forty man roster. He they would have moved him up quickly because of what they would have had to do if he, if uh, Murray would have wanted to play his cards right there. But whether or not he could succeed in baseball, who the hell knows? Baseball no more. You started it. <laughs> you started it. You brought it up that he was a college of pitcher, so there you go. Your fault. George, is there is there a one receiver, though, that you like that stands out to you on this team or no? I mean, if I was going to take somebody, it wouldn't be Fitzgerald. I think he's the name guy. That he'll go earlier than the other guys anyway. I probably would take a shot on Kirk late. Uh... Maybe as a flex guy, but more a reserve bench guy, just to see what happens here. Uh, you want to take, once again, I don't think there's any bad 15th round pick, 16th round pick. You want to take Isabella, you want to take Keyshawn Johnson, just throw him the damn ball. Just to see what happens, I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. It's the first guy you're going to release anyway, so I never have a problem with that. I never argue with anybody who takes some, you know, some unknown. That no one's, oh, why are you taking him for in the sixth? No, there's nothing wrong with that. That's how you play the game. Maybe you get lucky. Maybe you hit your long shot, and that puts you ahead of everybody else. Right. And if not, you just, you just can't be stubborn. If it's not working for the first couple of weeks, I don't know how if I want to stick with this guy for weeks upon weeks upon weeks, especially going into my buys where I need uh, I want to pick up someone to cover for that zero I'm getting right now. I don't want to be stubborn with it, but I don't want anybody taking, like I said, dartboard throws. That doesn't bother me at all. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, that's a whole other conversation for another time, talking about taking those dartboard throws and then deciding when, when at what time do you want to drop them if they're not performing and having the patience to hold on if you, you, know, if you do believe in them. You know, if they're going up and down, when to start them, that's a whole other conversation, which we'll get into once, you know, obviously the season gets closer. But we're doing team previews right now. So, Jim, what about you? These guys, who's your guy here? Well, I I can't disagree with George Moore on receivers. I don't think it's even possible to do that. Look, I'm still a Larry Fitz guy, especially with this fast-paced offense, doing what he does. I think this guy is going to have another great year. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets close to that 100 uh, reception year again at all. Uh, we saw the big drop off last year. That wasn't because of Larry Fitz. That the, the, was because the offense of the offense. Is horrible. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, and Larry Fitz right now is coming off the board. This is a, a of course, according to the FFWC, high stakes ADP. So these are guys that put a lot of money in when they're playing. So mm-hmm. according to that, Christian Kirk is coming off the board at six oh seven, where Larry Fitz is coming off the board at eight oh two. Yeah. You know what? I like Christian Kirk, and I don't mind having a piece of him. But I'd much rather get Larry Fitz, you know, a round and a half later, and because I think Fitz is easily going to lead this team in receptions and yardage. Uh, he's still a great receiver. I don't care about the age. He's in great shape. You know, he, he's still out there working hard every single year to get himself in that kind of shape. So I'm not worried about him at all. I love Fitz this year in the eighth round. I think that's a steal. Kirk could be a great pick, but the sixth round may be a little early for him. And then right now, like. Like you said, Keyshawn Johnson isn't even being drafted. I'm sure that's going to change if word out of camp continues to say he's the one leading the charge. There's just a lot of camp left, preseason left, to see if that trend continues. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with a lot of what everybody said about the dart throws with these rookies. Take them, you know, late in the draft because there's a good chance none of the three provide enough fantasy value this year. Uh, You know, I... I'm kind of on the side with George here in the sense that I don't know how much volume there's going to be to go around to everybody. Now, I think Larry Fitz will get his, and I think Kirk will get his. I think obviously those two. But like Jim said, in 
normal, uh, casual more drafts, I guess. Well, NFFC is a big is a big place to do high stakes drafts. Uh, and according to NFFC ADPs, Kirk is going before Fitz as well. Uh, he's wide receiver thirty four off the board. Fitz is wide receiver thirty nine. So Kirk is pick eighty seven, and Fitz is one hundred one. I'm kind of with Jim here in the sense that I'd rather wait for Fitz. I know, like he said, he's old. He's about to thir- turn 36 at the end of this month. He's not the same player he once was, but he could still be a decent option in fantasy. I think he could still be a flex guy if, if everything go- goes the right way. Okay? But Kirk, he's gonna be I'm a not high buying. end wide receiver too. Wow. Fitz. Oh, oh, way in hell. No way. In the 14th, no way. No way. In hell. Range. I guarantee you. Wide receiver, too. Jesus. Wide receiver, too. Wide receiver, too. You heard it here. I'm, I'm falling it down. Fitz is going to be a top receiver this year. Wow. There you go. You heard it from Jim Day. I think he's more of a flex. Kirk, I'm not investing in the sixth round. I'm sorry. Not enough of a pedigree there for me to take that chance. All right. There you have it. Arizona Cardinals. We'll talk AFC next week. Tomorrow, we'll talk more fantasy. We'll see you tomorrow. Fantasy Football Frenzy, baby. As you swing for the fence. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source comms or total visits. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. I, I, I'm going to say this. When I come back here on the show Thursday, of all the things I'm going to predict, so Sean saved this one so I sound really stupid on the air on Thursday, I'm going to predict the Brewers with a new starting pitcher. A different starting pitcher than they have right now. I, I have to predict that. I, I cannot believe they're going into August and September with this staff. Weekdays, noon to 2 p.m. Eastern, on the FNTSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. 
DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. I'm going to miss you. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I didn't want it to end. I'll still take Drake in the fifth round. I'll take him in the fifth, sixth. I think you're nuts. I'm down with it. Listen, I... I, uh, you will be down with it. Down did, in like eighth, ninth place What do you mean? Now. He did it with split carries last year. <laughs> Look, he was an RB2. I, I, wait, wait. He did do it with split carries last year. I get that. But they like Balazs. They want to get Balazs on the field. They want to give him his chance to show that he could be that bell cow back for whatever reason. If they think he's the one on the field right now putting in the extra work, putting in the extra effort, then they're going to give him more chances. And at that point, it doesn't matter. The only way that's going to fall off is if he falls on his face, which could happen, I, no doubt. I don't care that it's a low-powered offense. David Johnson is on the Arizona Cardinals, which we're talking about today. And David Johnson is pick five or six or seven in fantasy drafts. So now you're comparing Kenyon Drake to David Johnson. No, I'm just saying that. Sounds like it, George. Didn't it sound like he's he was a, comparing He's Kenyon, on a bad team. Drake to uh, Johnson, didn't that you know, seem <laughs> like he Chris was comparing is a, that? I think Chris is fighting a case here, a lawyer case, where he's quickly losing. <laughs> and stuff out there. Because, yeah, you did just compare him to uh, David Johnson. No, no. You, you can't do uh, that. I'm saying David Johnson is a running back on a terrible offensive team. Well, now they he have was Kyle on Murray. a terrible offensive team last year. Last we don't year. know they're going to be a terrible offensive team this year. And he got drafted really high, obviously because of volume. Last and year, he still country. ended up as the number nine running back in PPR. Yeah, okay. You know, so he was still a running back one. What do you compare? How can you compare him to Drake? Because Drake was on a horrible team and he ended up as RB14. So it doesn't matter that he's on a horrible team. That's what I'm saying. My point is... Who cares that he's on a horrible team? He's still a very it, good running it, back. Wait, and he's still wait, there's efficient. two big differences here. There's two big differences. There's nobody out there saying, oh, Chase Edmonds is going to take half the, half the role of David that's Johnson. The, yeah, he's still a, the, the, the every down back there. The, that's the big difference. They're out there saying right now, Balazs is going to get a lot of work, maybe be the, the number one guy. There's nobody saying that about David Johnson. So I don't know how you can make that comparison. In any way, it's shape, not. I'm not comparing him to David Johnson. I'm saying sure, they're both on bad get teams. My, come on, get your. They're both on bad teams. Here. I want a piece of Drake because I think he will be a guy that gets 200 plus touches this You're season. You're the only one and, on the planet, then. And be, you don't think he's going to get 200 plus touches? I don't know. He had 200 plus <laughs> touches last year. I agree. I don't think he gets there this year. I think they're going to put in the ball in Balazs' hands. Oh. I mean, we're in a crazy world if people, like, it, it, literally, we're in a crazy world if we're going to decide, okay, a guy that did fantastic with a little over 200 touches last year, we'll give him less touches this year. Even though he was completely efficient, mind you, average 4.5 yards a carry, has 4.7 on his career. I mean, does nothing wrong. Absolutely great pass catcher. Yeah, I'm not blaming you guys. I'm not blaming you guys. Coach, I'm blaming that coach, wait, that team. But yet, every single coach that coaches him Wants to give his touches away. Well, There's let's not count Gase yet, because Gase might be an outlier. Because he might, he says he apparently he might even not even give Lev Bell the touches he wants. When Lev Bell definitely deserves it on that team. But we'll get back to it. We gotta talk Arizona Cardinals. We gotta talk Arizona Cardinals. 